This right here is on the Matter of Systems, a tabletop role-playing show where every month your hosts will critically engage with some RPC. Ah, fucked it up. <laughs> Should I do that whole thing? I shouldn't do that whole thing, because we're going to do that in a second. Uh, wait, what, <laughs> should you do what? Wait, what whole thing? The wait, whole what? intro. What? The whole regular intro. Um, I mean, it's, it's, up to, it's up to you. We do very different intros, I will say. That's uh, fair. I got, I, got, I, got, I got it, I got it. Okay. The the only other note I would give you is you absolutely can talk slower and in fact should talk slower because <laughs> that was you you were even without like setting aside stumbling over words you were attempting to talk nine thousand words a minute right there. <laughs> I love doing that. Okay, <laughs> it's great. I love it. Let's go for a stressed out affect immediately. <laughs> this <laughs> welcome to the matter of systems. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> This right here is on the matter of systems, and this is our episode zero. Uh, this is our fake episode where we introduce ourselves and uh, seed a podcast feed so that when episode one comes out, uh, there is like, uh, it's like actually out and not just, uh, you know, hanging out in iTunes for two days. I'm B. Hello. My name is B, like a honeybee. I use they, them pronouns. And I am joined, as always, by my lovely, wonderful co-host, BW. Hi, BW. Hello. Hi, hello. My name is BW. I am the other person who hosts this show. Sometimes you you can just refer to me as BW if you decide you need to use pronouns. You can use they or he. What are we doing, B? What are we doing? We're just gonna do a little chat, sort of give a give a high level on who we are and and what this show that someone has presumably stumbled across uh, or subscribed to is. Um, this is not a full episode. Again, we're just gonna like do high level and then um the first episode should be out you know very shortly after this one so bw do you want to sort of talk about yourself and like what we what you do on the show what your background is all that sort of stuff i would absolutely uh love love to do that so hello my name is bw i uh i have sort of a uh an old sort of academic background i studied philosophy as, as an undergrad and got a master's in it and then i left the academy but so, uh, you know, every everything I read and do is informed in some ways by that sort of history. Uh, I started off studying analytic epistemology, which likely will come up occasionally. Uh, but for the most part, I ended up kind of in the, you know, French critical theory world. Very, very Deleuzian, you might say. Ah. Not, uh, I'm not the most uh, knowledgeable uh, because... I was not in school, and so it was all scattershot. But yeah, so that's like intellectually history stuff. Otherwise, we talk about tabletop RPGs here. So my my quick background in tabletop RPG stuff is I really got into it mostly via um, starting to listen to actual play stuff a while ago, um, and definitely sort of, you know, was aware of Dungeons and Dragons. I read fantasy novels, etc., but was raised pretty religious. Um, these days, and sort of, you know, the last, I don't know, five or six years, um, mostly care about indie tabletop RPG stuff with a pretty heavy, like kind of narrative story game focus. And I mostly read. Um, I have some experience jamming, some experience at a table playing, but for the most part, what I do is I read books and think that they're interesting. Otherwise, I don't know. I do a lot of other stuff. Uh, I, am a tapestry weaver. I make ceramics. I occasionally bake bread, but for the most part, uh, I'm a weird nerd who loves theory and <laughs> likes to read indie tabletop RPGs. What about you, B? Oh, yeah. And I host the game episodes. That's the other part yeah. I was supposed to say. So, yeah. So uh, we do a theory episode and a game episode each month. And I am the person who both picks the game we're going to read and then uh, hosts that episode. What about you, B? Yeah. 
Hello. Um, I am uh, what some people call a forever GM. Um, mm-hmm. I have been running games. I probably started in like the early 2000s, like when, when I got a copy of third edition Dungeons and Dragons proper. But before that, I had done a lot of like, you know, I, I was playing EverQuest in like 99 and I would like run fake EverQuest like free play kind of shit for like my my younger siblings and like a neighborhood kid or two but you know started jamming with dungeons and dragons like very freeform dungeons and dragons did that for uh like 12 years or something like that um sometime in like 2013 i sort of discovered discovered indie tabletop through uh like a queer scene in the in the area and um have you know have have mostly run games, have played in a handful of things since then, but I'm mostly a, a game runner, um, even, or I, you know, I love the, the facilitator sort of tag for it because that's how I approach it. But, you know, uh, I'm sure we'll get into all these theoretical arguments, uh, over the course of this show around what, what, what constitutes GMing versus facilitating, what a, what a GMless game means, et cetera, et cetera. In regular life, I mean, some of the things I'm most proud of are, I um I am a, I am the an often a host and organizer of a, a monthly potluck for a bunch of queer friends in the in the area again um that's been running for four years I do a yearly birthday uh, art project every day when I turn a new year old uh, I've done that now for twelve years I think um whatever it would be since or I've done it twelve times I guess since twenty eleven um and I do a, I host a uh, a Valentine's Day compilation of music and noise and um, other kinds of sound art every year for Valentine's Day that's been running since 2016, I believe. Uh, some of my favorite art things that I've done um, that, you know, you may know me from. I... Hmm. Anything else about me? I... <laughs> I, I My academic background is I did an undergrad um, and did a uh, modern liter- modern literature uh, BA with a with a linguistics minor. Um, I remember basically none of the linguistics and the literature stuff has uh, you know ended up with me selling books for a living, and also has ended up with me being a Marxist. Um, I was involved in in student protest stuff that bled in, out into Occupy stuff and have been for the abolition of the ruling class ever since. On that, we both agree. Uh, you you also host the theory episodes. I host the theory episodes. Yeah, so I, I so I pick a theory episode or the piece of theory, which is a sort of very broadly defined. Um, as as we've been recording some of these, I should say we have recorded a handful of these episodes already that are that are forthcoming. So sometimes it is you know genuine like critical theory approaches. Um, sometimes it is random blog posts. Sometimes talks. It, it ranges a, a pretty wide gamut of things. But it's something that has to do with what running games looks like, what writing games looks like, what marketing games potentially looks like. Um, thinking about tabletop role-playing that I've found, found interesting and decided we should talk about. And yeah, um, PW, can I ask you a question? I would love if, I would love it if you asked me a question. What are we doing here? Uh, yeah, so uh, this maybe would have made sense to say at the top, but we're, this is on the matter of systems. The, so it's a tabletop role-playing show. And uh, basically, if you 
if you listen to this episode and decide you would like to listen to more, uh, basically every month we'll give you two episodes. So um, every month there'll be a theory episode uh, where, just as B said, we'll kind of talk through, you know, blog post, article, etc. Something relating to kind of the, the world of tabletop RPGs, what it is to write them run them, etc. And then a second episode each month in which uh, we will discuss an RPG game. So we'll actually talk about uh, some some system, uh, how it's designed, uh, what we think of it, etc. And we're going to be releasing those twice a month. It'll be two weeks apart. um, And it'll always be theory first and then a game episode each month. Um, my, uh, environment reminds me that there's a couple more things that we should have said when we're uh, talking about ourselves as, in relation to what we do for this show. Um, I, for instance, live in a very small apartment, uh, or a very small house, uh, duplex that has a, a loud dog, uh, just across the way and a downstairs neighbor who sometimes plays very loud music, which you may have heard incur there, depending on how well I do editing this show, <laughs> uh, cause I'm the editor. Um, I've also, I just did the music for so there's the intro and the outro. Um, and BW, you are sort of the, the, uh, how would you describe your roles here aside from the artist? I, I, like in just in terms of the actual podcast itself or? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think we've sort of naturally landed in like I'm taking a bit of a like producery kind of role. Um, yeah. I, I also help us with stuff like scheduling and things like that. Cause in my day to day life, I work as a project manager. So I like to think about process. Um, but yeah, so I do that, and then I, I wove a small tapestry that will be our uh, show artwork, which is pretty beautiful, cool. Beautiful, beautiful show artwork. I love it. Thank you. I think you did a, an admirable job of describing what we do on the show, um, and I'm I'm excited to keep producing it with you. And um, and why are we doing that? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> this is the first time this has come up, by the way. Just for the listeners, we've never talked. About yeah, we've never ever talked about this before. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep this not super rambly. So th- this podcast came about for a, a couple of reasons. I think the the biggest and sort of most primary one is just we're friends and we enjoy talking to each other. We like both listen to like actual play podcasts. Um, and so we had we had been having just, you know, conversations like people do. <laughs> and horror of horrors, we were not recording them. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, ta- we would talk about, oh, we recorded some of them, but we talked about, uh, you know, we've, we started talking about systems. We started talking about various sort of ways people approach playing things in actual play settings, but also just like how play at a table sort of happens. And so I came up with the idea of like a book club style podcast. Um, so my first idea was let's, why don't we just read tabletop RPGs and record ourselves talking about them? And then you, B, came up with what is now our current format, which I think was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what if... Uh, yeah, we'll do two what episodes. Like, Double the amount of work. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is also, I mean, another thing, right? So, like the way I the way I've wrote this up in the notes is, I, I think our our like for both of us, I think this is likely true. Our primary goals are actually pretty selfish, right? Like it's 100%. this is an excuse for us to talk to each other about tabletop RPGs. Yeah, we we both have the same sort of problem, which is uh, unless you turn something into a, a sort of big project, it can be hard. I, I will speak for myself. It can be hard for me to allow myself the time to just read a tabletop RPG book because I think it's interesting. So what if I turn it into a project? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, our primary goals are kind of selfish, right? To continue talking to each other about tabletop RPGs, give ourselves sort of an excuse to read read them more and think about them more. Um 
And especially with the theory uh, part of this podcast, I think that's something that I don't normally engage with on a regular basis. So I, I was really excited about that addition because it it's just more to sort of think through. And then as a podcast, like what we're trying to do with the podcast, I think there's a few things, but the way I have tended to think about it is sort of in the negative, right? So um, we're we're pretty much not at all trying to like review the things we're reading, uh, if that makes sense. So Correct. we're we're definitely not trying to do some sort of review or recommendation format. So the the goal of our episodes is not to say we've read this blog post and you should too, um, <laughs> and we may say we think this is a good podcast or we think this is a good uh, blog post or we think this is a good essay um, and th- say like, you know, if you're interested in these things, you should read it. But that's really like a, a side point. <laughs> yes, 100%. We're really, we are both interested in criticism. We're both interested in the idea of sort of uh, the best criticism coming from people sort of engaging with the work or the media object sort of on its own terms, at the same time, being very aware of what we are bringing to the table, right? What's our own context? What is our intellectual background? What are we thinking about currently, etc. So trying to understand the things we're reading and trying to sort of help each other understand them, primarily by sort of highlighting things we like, dislike, uh, sort of agree with, or think are super interesting. But the the real goal of the podcast is the conversation, right? It's the conversation between us and trying to sort of understand the object in front of us. Far, far more important than any sort of conclusion or sort of summary we might want to try and do at the end. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's my first stab at it. I think that's, I think that is um, accurate. I feel like I, the, the, you know, the reason I run the theory episodes and not the game episodes is because I'm sort of the inverse, right? I am much more likely to, you know, I, I quit Twitter for a while and maybe I'll have quit Twitter again forcefully by the time any of this goes up. <laughs> but like I, you know, I set up a little Feedly and I've, I've been reading RPG theory for a long time. And that's like a thing that I find easier to do than like, because when I read a book, I generally want to uh, read it to see like, okay, uh, this sounded interesting when I came across it, and I, so I'll just like stash it away until somebody's like, hey, will you run a game for me? And then I'll read the book super quick and be like, okay, this is the one that I'm going to run. I'm a very um, run-and-oriented kind of RPG reader in my uh, day-to-day life. Um, so this for me was less about like you know making time to just read the book and more about like making time to just read the book if that distinction makes any sense mm-hmm. um even though i said the same thing twice um and you know and you will hear me um definitely talking about historical materialism and deconstruction over the course of these episodes because yeah i agree that we we are trying to meet these things where they're at and part of that is acknowledging where we are at yeah uh, i i i think you i think that is a, a as well articulated as either of us could do, and we're the ones doing it, so that's the best it's going to be. So take that, listener. <laughs> um, and then just to like, um, sort of like wrap this up very quickly, or maybe go on for another twenty minutes, depending on what happens in a second. We just kind of wanted to touch on some inspirations. Um, the format for this, I was inspired by the Spectology podcast, which is a science fiction book club podcast that ran for a few years. I actually did some hosting on it um, early in the pandemic. I did a. Um, a digital quarantine to book tour. I think that was what we were calling it, um, where I got to interview authors, including uh, Nino Cipri and um, Nick Mamatas and uh, Veronica Roth, <laughs> of all people. Um, and uh, they did the they did like a pre read and a post read of a book every month, and I thought that was an interesting thing to do. Um, we're not quite doing the same thing here. 
Um, specifically, we're not like tying together the theory and games episode in any like holistic way. I'm not choosing something that I think will, you know, lend uh, a more or a strict critical eye to the game that BW is playing. BW is not choosing a game in response to me being like, well, we're going to read about, uh, you know, the theory of. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with something very quickly on the spot. Uh, you're doing great. How, how no, you're do- to yep, you're doing great. best mm-hmm. um, provide yep. snacks for your table? Because that's most of the theory I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, it's, it's, this isn't like a, it isn't, we're not trying to put these things in immediate conversation with each other is maybe a better way to put it. Um, we are sort of just like building up stuff over time and hoping something interesting accretes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the way that we we talked about it originally, right, is like, there's no necessary link between the episodes. There, there may end up being links between the episodes in a given month, because uh, I just have the be- I have the benefit of choosing a game after <laughs> after a theory episode. So like, it obviously informs stuff. But like, it's all very, it's all very loose. We're basically picking things that we think would be interesting to talk about. And that's kind of our primary guideline. Yeah. I think the the two big touchstones that we both share for this are very different in terms of how they're touchstones, right? Um, yeah. But I mean, the first one is Friends at the Table, which is like, I think comes up literally in our very first episode almost immediately. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, we both really like Friends at the Table a lot. Um, it is... Uh, can you pull Can you pull Austin's intro? I think I've got most of it, but I can't... Uh, I I definitely can't off the top of my head. Um, It was an an actual play podcast focused on critical uh, world building, smart characterization and fun interaction between good friends. There we go. I I apparently do have it in my brain. (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) I just needed you to start it. And then I I knew one of us would get there. (laughs) Um, Um, The way they approach systems, the way they approach telling stories together, the way they approach play, I think is really been influential i'll speak for myself for me um not just austin as gm but just them as sort of a group at a table really helped me understand what tabletop rpgs can do uh if that makes sense yeah uh, and i will say just because uh just because that tagline is burned into both of our brains uh does not mean anyone else understands it um they are they're specifically a group of i believe nine people at this point who uh record themselves playing tabletop role-playing games in a in like a seasonal sort of format usually there's there's a lot more to it and like their patreon stuff and stuff like that but like the the main show is like for something like a year they will play one particular system unless they bounce to another um and develop a bunch of characters and explore some world they usually bounce between something like fantasy or not horror and science fiction. Um, and yeah, like BW said, they, their, their capacity to play a system in a way that is both um, really compelling storytelling and also illustrative of the system is like one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, they they will come up a lot. I, I believe I have multiple times to multiple people in my life describe Friends at the Table as my favorite media property in existence. I think what they do is is really is really special. Yeah, and then oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and then the other the other sort of shared uh, touchstone we have is uh, t- range touch. Uh, not to not to say touch too many times in the same sentence, but uh, yeah, range touch is a network of podcasts. Um, Primarily hosted by Cameron Kunzelman, Michael Lutz, and Danny. They do they do a lot of types of criticism. 
on range touch. Um, and I think for, for me in particular, the Cameron, I'm a big Cameron and Danny fan, but I, I think the Cameron and Michael shows are really the shows that uh, have, have wormed their way into my brain and helped me remember that I, I really like criticism. <laughs> and so these are shows like Just King Things, in which they reach, read the works of Stephen King in publication order. Are, which I highly recommend against doing, personally. Uh, yeah, no, I, so I highly recommend listening to the podcast. I highly recommend listening to it in the way that I have done it, which is never read Stephen King, just listen to two really smart people engage seriously with his work. There, I, I only say this because I just finished reading The Stand as of the time we're recording this, which is a book that I truly despise. Yeah, it's b- brutal. It's very uh, prior to it. It was it was it was an interesting. I'm, I'm still going to continue following in their footsteps, at least for a little bit, because, you know, I read Salem's Lot for the first time and Salem's Lot fucking goes. That's a good ass book. Uh, um, <laughs> the Shining, quite good. Carrie, pretty fucking solid. Mm-hmm. That's the first three books, not in that order. Welcome, um, welcome to just, just King Things things. Um, <laughs> our podcast in which we just talk about just King Things. Going back to what I was saying earlier, like there's a there's an approach to criticism that I think, especially Cameron and Michael, are really good at, where um, they really do try and like. I think I think Just King Things is a perfect example of this, where like there's a lot of reasons why people might not take a Stephen King book seriously, for instance, right? Maybe people have weird feelings about genre fiction or whatever. But they read the books and they really try to sort of engage with it where it's at. And like that doesn't mean that they're trying to find things that they like, but they're trying to really be kind of open to what the object is is sort of doing. And I think that's been for I again I will speak for me. That's been a huge huge influence on the way that I think about approaching the show. I don't know that we're, I'm doing as good a job of them at, at at any part of it, but it's very important to both of us. I think the that sort of openness in our criticism. Um, yeah, th- I think for me this has been true long before you know any of these things that we've mentioned, including me you know DMing when I was fucking 12 years old or whatever but like i I think the things i have always found really useful in in engaging with with pieces of art with media with uh thoughts with people um is a is a is trending toward a sense of like a a capaciousness a a feeling of openness and and listening and a sense of joy um and that doesn't mean like avoiding things that are difficult it doesn't mean you know tweeing shit up or whatever you will find i am uh (laughs) <laughs> I am an opponent of the tender in many ways, but there, the, I, for me, criticism is is an act of of joyfulness and uh, and a desire to to open oneself up to the world and to open the world up to oneself, and uh, and I think you know that is sort of the the big. Th- thread that ties friends at the table and range touch together as inspirations for me, just in different. Uh, capacities, right? Because the the critical joy that you get out of friends at the table is enjoying them doing it, like performing a thing. Whereas with range touch, is enjoying them critically doing that thing, uh, which is different. Yeah, but I, I I mean I think I think that's a actually a pretty good summary because I I agree with everything you just said, and I really think the way you said it is is really good. And we're only over twice as long as we meant to go. So, BW, where can people find you on the internet? That's a great question. <laughs> uh, you can you can find me on Instagram, at bakery slash workshop on Instagram. That's my brand account where I post things that I make. Uh, it's three words, all spelled out, all smushed together, no spaces. Um, 
Where can people find you, B? Well, over the next like four episodes of this show, you will find me struggling to answer this question and then come up on it on like in like 2.2 or 3.1, I think. Uh, but for now, I'm at B Gabberl on Twitter. Uh, that's B-E-E, like a honeybee. And Gabber, like the music, G-A-B-B-E-R-E-L, like, you know, Superman or whatever. Uh, Jor-El, I think. I, this is like a callback to a thing that won't happen for two months. <laughs> And that, Uh, friends, is on the matter of systems. (laughs) Fuck yeah, let's go. So, welcome to our podcast. Now you know who we are. Go listen to our episodes. Bye. Bye.